earlier on this week, we recorded episode 99 of Soccer Cards United. And now it is time. My goodness. For the last time in this current incarnation, it is time for Postcards United, our Q&A bonus show, where you, the audience, asks us questions and poses little theories and things to us uh, for us to respond to. And um, this is the last traditionally constructed Postcards United. Enzo, how do you feel? It's been a long journey. It has been a I long feel, journey, it feels it? I would like to thank everyone that has always sent in questions because that kept it going. Yeah. Um, but it's still, as we said, next week it's not going to be too different. No, it'll be similar, but it just won't be... be the same but different. Yeah, and people will... People will, will, will... When we're talking to a listener, will know where you fall on the kind of journey of Soccer United based on if you remember Postcards United or not. Oh, you really that really sounds like you're retiring it. No, but I think just a phrase Postcards United is going to be like you either, you're either that becomes a legacy phase. Yeah, phrase. yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. the OGs remember Postcards United was a thing. What they used to call Postcards United and what they do now is slightly different. Yeah, exactly. Dang. So, um, we have loads and loads of questions. Yeah. Because there are so many questions coming in and we didn't record on Thursday and then I decided to keep I'm going to put every single question. Wow. This may be the first time that's happened. Um, so here we go Postcards United let's get into it let's get into it so first one we're starting with a review I love that a fresh fresh review I love when we get them Um, from our friend Malik who we met in America yeah very very delayed review from Malik yeah well I think (laughs) how ungrateful I am meeting us in person then he decided wow they're not yeah. robots. These are people. Mm-hmm. And there's something about these reviews. We were probably talking about reviews in person. We're very insecure. Yeah, we might have said, I'm Malik, by the way, don't don't be a stranger on the review page. <laughs> um, maybe we've already read this, but I don't think we have. I don't think so. Awesome podcast and even better hosts. Five stars. That's us. This podcast by far has taught me more about soccer than anything else I've ever watched or read. And when it comes to soccer cards, there is no comparison. Jason and Enzo have such passion for the hobby it made me take my soccer collection to the next level. The best part is you really feel like you're just listening to a couple of good friends hanging out talking about what they love. Can't wait to run into them again and rip some more wax. I love that. And as Jason has been editing the the national vlog that he said was going to come out Tuesday two weeks ago. Very ambitious. Um, some of the best footage we have in that is just ripping the wax with Malik. Yeah. And even Malik was showing us a thing or two unknowingly about how to be on camera during oh my vlog. god Ma- so i think it's day i think it's the day two vlog features the rip of all the various ra- so you might get that next year yeah that'll come out by the time the day one comes out summer 2023 that's i'm aiming for that and um, but like malik is, is ripping the wax and is presenting to camera at the same time and explaining things yeah in a way where i'm like you watch some of our watch um, you watch the rest of our footage it's not there we rest of our that. footage terrible and there's then, none of us doing that no so malik if we could go back People say, if you could go back to the National, what would you do? Hmm. I'd just get Malik to... Be on camera? Be, to just beat the guy, yeah. <laughs> it would just be Sock Cards United at the National, presented by Malik. <laughs> so anyway, oh. thank you so much uh, to Malik. And um, yeah, there you go. That's our only review so far. We have hey. so many questions. We're going to be here long, 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 long time. A lot of questions, not a lot of reviews. Yeah, what does that tell you? Don't know yeah. what it tells you. Uh, oh, by the way, we have Merlin Chrome available for pre-order on SockCardsUnited.com. We're so bad at this. Yeah. Is that marketing? That's marketing. Uh, marketing. And by the way, yeah. two, three minutes into the... By the way, actually, I forgot to say. Yeah. But we do. We do. So we do get that. 
Get that. Right, starting off on um, Instagram uh, in the DMs. This is from Tyler Schmidt. Uh, for postcards. For young studs in leagues like the Bundesliga, should domestic performance have a larger effect on prices than they do or do they need to perform in the Champions League to really affect their price drastically? Uh, Example, Musiala is on a heater right now, but prices prices haven't shot up as much as they should, in my opinion. A lot of people have been talking about Musiala recently, saying, where is the hype? But it's because we're early season. He's had an amazing start to the season. Yeah, he's playing in a new position. Playing in a new position, in a new system, because Lewandowski's gone. He's going to be at the World Cup. Yeah. He has all the right formulas right now, the right ingredients, should I say, mm-hmm. to have a great uh, run. Um, we have a Bayern Chrome set that has his autos in it that I don't think will come near the price of the Bayern set. But, yeah, his, his, auto, his, blah, blah, blah. His autos from the Bayern paper set yeah. are much nicer than his autos True. from the from the Chrome set. But like in terms of the, the question at hand, should his performances in the Bundesliga have a bigger performance? No. Like it doesn't like the biggest stage is where prices will be impacted the most. Now that doesn't mean you have to perform a Champions League for your prices to go up. Players that are outside the Champions League can still perform really well. Mm. But if you're talking about attention on a player and performing, it's like saying should your normal league performances um, earn you better prices than your playoff performances in like basketball yeah, your yeah. postseason pre-season. exactly so yeah. no but like at the same time they're not to be ignored I think it comes down a lot in my opinion to confirmation bias people see what they want to see like someone like Haaland Haaland scores a hat-trick against Mainz and all of a sudden he's the next coming of Jesus Christ and it's like you, it's confirmation bias. You think Haaland is good, therefore anything good Haaland does is further proof of Haaland being good. That's me. I have that for Haaland. Yeah, whereas Musiala, if, you don't, if you're not primed, it's all about priming. If you're not primed to think Musiala is good, Musiala scores a hat-trick against Mainz, you go, well, it's a hat-trick against Mainz. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And people, we see that all across the hobby and people do it not just for Haaland, they do it for whatever player, your, whoever, whatever your agenda is. It's just agendas. And once you like... One thing that annoyed me for a long time in the hobby was people changing what was important to them and changing their principles and changing like their their logic on a case by case basis just because. Mm. And then I just realized that it's just agendas and people are just they have an opinion and anything that serves that opinion they'll go with and anything that doesn't they won't. And once you realize that you can just relax. You can chill. I, I think also Musiala doesn't have the star quality Per persona yeah well, I think that's something Haaland has something Mbappe has even though he's fairly shy at the same time something Ronaldo definitely has I think he falls into that category like I think you know if you're talking beyond sports yeah you see that in other sports as well people that kind of break the the sporting realm yeah it also is to do with the fact that he's coming through at Bayern Munich he's very, very young. young very young these players are all much younger than everyone thinks everyone thinks and like we've talked about before like this is not normal to have so many young players like, the hobby is the only place where 18-year-olds have to be good. Hmm. No one, like... I don't know if people know this, but, like, in... No one at Bayern is looking at him going, this fella better get 30 a season. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this is commonly understood outside the hobby or in, within the hobby, but, like, outside the hobby in soccer, no one thinks that if you're not finished the not finished product by 21, you're a failure. Hmm. It's completely understood that development is non-linear. And the obsess- obsession with youth is a very hobby-based thing. So, Musiala may grow into a leader at Bayern, may grow into a star at Bayern, but Bayern Munich is not a club. If you come through the youth system of Bayern Munich, 
you don't generally last unless you're good, good, good. and patient. You know, he came through Chelsea, then to Bayern Munich. So he's just a different kind of player. But um, yeah, but he's doing great. He's not but, like look at Timo Werner. If if Timo if if Bundesliga performance mattered, Timo Werner would would have had amazing card prices. Hmm. You know, so. Or Andre Silva. Andre Silva, Patrick Schick. It's true. You know. Um, soccer cards market, not including AC Milan or Atletico. Which teams would each of you like to play for as young talents? If you were a young talent. Frosinone. You'd love to go to Frosinone in the Italian oh second God. division. The Italian second division. I'm a young talent. I helped them get promoted. I stay up one season to keep them up, steady the ship. And then I move for a large sum of fee that keeps everyone not upset. Mm, it's so much money that the fact that you're leaving they're like you did, you got us up you kept us up you respected the city you respected us this is the ultra saying this yeah it's all about respect it's all about respect and yeah. I can then I can move to Milan but I guess he removed Milan and let go because we support them so maybe yeah. Frosinone that's cheating could be could be cheating so maybe the likes of Celtic the likes of Southampton yeah um, I'd like to be in a warm country so I wouldn't really pick them to be fair yeah if I was a young player uh, maybe real better so I'd be yeah, Betis, yeah, that could be a good one. Yeah, right. Can you picture it? Yeah, I can picture you in the in the, the green and white stripes. I love that. Um hmm. I'm trying to think of where in Spain I like to go as a young no, player. You'd be playing for Ajax. Ajax. Part of total football, but you're the you're the target man up front. Yes, I'm like a cla uh, class Jan Sundler. Yeah. That's you? Yeah, that's me. Or or Luke De Jong, maybe yeah, that's, for PSV. That's more what I was thinking. You're Luke De Jong. Yeah. But you're playing for Rangy. They describe me as a rangy striker. <laughs> No, but you have a quality because you're playing in, in the Eredivisie and yeah, you have yeah, talent yeah. in this yeah. in this scenario. So you have yeah. a great touch. He's a great touch for a big man, they always say. Yeah. Look at the way he brings that ball under his spell. Yeah. Well, I could see you in Spain. I could see you at a non-PSG French team and causing havoc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could see me at Strasbourg. Yeah, I could see at Strasbourg when you come up against PSG, yeah. you have one goal in mind and it's not to win the game. Yeah. You're it's just bashing people up and you're telling them that they're part of a Qatari regime. Yeah. It's me. Get uh, it's always me and Marco Verratti and uh, oh, you're always picking, on, into, picking yeah. on little Marco Verratti. Yeah, putting it. Uh, He'd be getting his elbows into the ribs. I know. It'd be a know. real grudge match. It'd be tough. Red cards every time. Oh, everything. Every time. single time. Um. So yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, of course, the Red Bulls or the Dortmunds. But like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go and just be, you know, brought through a factory system? No. No, you want to be somewhere where you can be an individual. Well, that's what I want. Um, Ray Albetis would do me very well here's from Mad City Collector very interesting question actually I think mm. do you look at or pay attention to any advanced analytics sometimes I get very advanced Jason I go deep into the, the youth Bundesliga to find out how many goals Mukoko scored <laughs> it's, so it's, it's one stat it's one, one stat player. one player I go deep <laughs> but you is do that it, my confirmation bias you do it regularly every day I just go back to go was it really that much yeah, is he that good wow and you know the, the, in collecting like I don't think he meant this way but in collecting I'm always looking at population reports right yeah you know yeah. I think he means analytics in terms of to find out the players performing well on the pitch but I, I look into deep analytics in terms of uh, pop reports I like to understand that um, but apart from that I think we both mess around with who scored um, Optic yeah Opta yeah I mean like the thing about advanced analytics watching a lot of games is our advanced analytics yeah, isn't it I just watch a lot of games like the analytics don't tell you everything no, and and the st like, yeah, you have to like just looking at analytics and just looking at spreadsheets and all that stuff, you get a very strange view of football. Yeah, you start to think, 
you, you start to if you you spend like time studying the analytics and then you start looking at the matches you start to go that's not that's not right i thought he was supposed to be you know i thought he got 100 touches a game i didn't yeah. realize he was just passing back to the center back exactly yeah um i think it's a good it's helpful if you start by watching a lot as much football as you can and then start looking at the analytics because mm. then you have some appreciation for what they mean but in the hobby i mean we're not at a stage i know in baseball for instance like they look at like guys that are down in double a AA and triple a baseball and they look at like what kind of exact stats are they making mm. stuff like the nfl combine like who's who's you know can run the fastest over 100 meters and who can lift the most and all that stuff but in soccer we're not at a stage where there's that much competition for prospects no it's not that deep as you would say Enzo. it's not that deep we don't so no i guess the answer is no no i mean if i ever need to or want to you know how to do it i know how to do it but in i've never done it for cards so much of cards is about narrative Mm. like the hobby market picks soccer prospects like manchester united picks football players which is just who is a name that we know that we can tell ourselves a story about being good i don't think you need to look at the analytics okay you're saying it's not that deep Mm. can i take this one yeah Cha 4330 or 4330 thoughts on the current Bundesliga Chrome rookie class do you collect anything besides soccer cards does taking ayahuasca ayahuasca increase a player's cards value so ayahuasca of course is I believe a herbal drug that is normally taken in the Amazon yep I believe by sheesh no 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 what's the name I don't know there's a name for the people that do it for you Oh, like kind of like witch doctors. Yeah, yeah, but there's more. I don't think witch doctors is accepted these days, Jason. There is a very might be a, a shaman or something. Oh, a shaman, yeah. Oh, shaman, name. witch doctor. That's it does, don't, they don't like that. Okay. Our first negative review coming up. Uh, that's three questions, child. But let's let's dig into it because Jason, you, you've added everything. You decided you wanted three. Uh, yeah. Bundesliga Chrome rookie class. Taiwo Awoni recently moved to. He's actually we have one here from his Bundesliga. That's for the, the YouTube people, and that's his stadium club. He moved to Nottingham Forest during the um, transfer window. So he's now in the Premier League. He scored on his debut. It was a fumbly goal. doesn't really mean anything, but he could get some hype because he's playing in the Premier League if he has a big Benteke-like performance of actually somehow getting 20 goals in a season for a team that's not quite a good team, top, top of the mm-hmm. league team. Um, he has a rookie logo in all of this year's uh, stuff, except for he doesn't have it on stadium club, which is funny. Um, but he's a rookie logo on all the Bundesliga products. Uh, he was in Bundesliga Match Attacks Chrome last year. Right. Um, without a rookie logo, but that's technically his first card, a Match Attacks Chrome Bundesliga. But he is one of the rookies. Um, besides that, Jason, scraping the barrel. Uh, yeah, Jorginho Ruter has a good uh, young French under-21 international, has a very good brief record for Hoffenheim. He's one that they seem to be pretty excited about, but again, who knows? Um, he may end up like a, a, maybe a Christopher and Kunku situation where we don't hear much of him for a couple of years and then he scores 20 goals all of a sudden yeah. and gets a move somewhere. So he's one that you could probably pick up his low-numbered stuff cheaply if you'd like to watch him. and, and Just uh, sit for a few years. Just sit for a few years, but I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, I mean, Adley was one that came from Toulouse, I think, to uh, Bayer Leverkusen. He was exciting in Ligue 2. And then... He's, he's at Leverkusen now. He shows 
again, I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. Um, Sidney Ray became the kind of poster boy. I don't know why. Um, and is there anybody else? Oh, I heard somebody talk about Aster Vrancic or Vranks or whatever his name is for Wolfsburg. Uh, I think he has a stadium club where he's in the bath. He's in an ice bath or something. There's right? another. There's another player. Just I, I picked these up because there is one other player who I've been hearing a lot about. Let me see if I can find him. Um, so yeah, it's not a particularly stacked year for Bundesliga, but then again, you never it, know. It's not like a Turkish fella, Jason. Am I a Turkish fella? I don't know if it's Turkish, but it's his name. Oh, Omer Bayez for Stuttgart. I think so. Do you want to show the camera that? I think that could be him. Um. Oh, and there's Omer Bayez. Maybe there's Asker Vankic, who I was talking about as well. Um, the ice bath. The ice bath. So. Uh, yeah, not a hugely stacked rookie class this season in the Bundesliga, but the whole great thing about rookie classes is that hopefully someday somebody becomes a superstar. Yeah, we could look back and, like, I don't expect it to happen. We could look back and be like, holy shit. Yeah. I don't expect that. They got the one on one. Somebody got the one on one Sydney Ravager Super Factor for $13,000. What a steal. That's a $300,000 card. You know, no. I don't think that's going to happen. No. But, it's not going to happen. Let me tell um, you, <laughs> you don't need to think. But no. Um, Apart from that, do we collect anything besides soccer cards? We are we have F one, so we have Formula One, so kind of the two European sports. But it was kind of we just kind of ended up with Formula One cards when when it came out as a maiden set, yeah. and it was just such a fun set. I became like a big like I watch all the GPs yeah. now and stuff like that. So that was kind of a nice that was a nice sport that I actually interacted with the hobby before the sport fully. The hobby made me interested. Well, I think it has happened to a lot of people with soccer. Yeah, I got to have that experience of really having some high end F one cards, being into it, and then starting to pay attention to the drivers watching the races and stuff like that um i have a lewis hamilton rainbow that i'm trying to get done from 2020 so in that case i do collect them but it is it is i would say my portfolio is 90 percent soccer cards i have one uh, floyd mayweather tops now autographed card um so that's a boxing card technically but mm. pretty much mostly soccer yeah in terms of stuff i collect um I buy a lot of fitted caps. I don't know if that's a... Do I collect mm. them or... Do, do you I collect just... anything besides soccer cards? Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. You're talking about your general life collecting. General life collecting, yeah. Like mm. I have... Yeah. I have some Pokemon plush toys. Yeah. That I like. I kept the tags on them, so that's definitely collecting. Yeah. If I wasn't collecting, the tags wouldn't be on them, Jason. Like I picked up like... I, was in... I had Yu-Gi-Oh cards back in the day. I had Yu-Gi-Oh cards I have a lot the of them still, just in my house. Um... I was in Galway last year or the year before and I was there was this old bookshop and they had like vintage comics from the 70s and 80s that were in I don't know not good not like gradable condition which I knew by looking at them I was I was on eBay and I was like checking the comps and I was like oh that's slightly below comps okay I'll buy that 10 euro Wolverine comic from the 80s or whatever um, so I don't collect those but like I have to say being in the hobby if I see something see that Batman uh, cup up there yeah that was like a limited edition, like just like a copy you could get when you went to see the Batman in certain cinemas. And because I guess because I'm in the hobby, I'm like in collecting now. Yeah, you're collecting. So I just see, that's like a collectible. Mm. I'll buy that. That's fair. Yeah, I'll display it. I'll display it. I have some NFTs. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You can definitely collect Yeah, I have NFTs. some plasma bears. They're real old school NFTs. They don't do anything. There's no utility, but they're just super old. They're basically like Build-A-Bear back in the day. Yeah. Um, and I bought them for a fair chunk of money and I just liked them. So that would be, that counts. And then, does yeah. taking ayahuasca increase a player's card? I wouldn't say value? so. It, it might, if you take it, it might make you think the card value went up. Yeah, do you know what this player? This actually this question could mean. It could mean if a player was to take ayahuasca, would his card value increase? 
if possibly if he ended up on the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah, his star power could go up. Yeah, because if he's on Joe Rogan podcast, he can say I took ayahuasca this one time, and then it becomes a whole thing, and yeah. they chat. Now and he's a celebrity. Like, then everyone's like, "Wow, Mo Salah is a bit fucking mad." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, Kevin, Kevin, who sent us a wonderful uh, random act oh of kindness we uh, received during the week. Um, I said to get my cards from that. I, oh yeah, they can give you that. Mario Tosotti. He said posting the photos on Twitter, and I was like, "Excuse me, sir, I was at your house earlier today." No, they weren't in that house. Mm. Um, two houses, big two houses. <laughs> um, and it was Deerling Holland Leaf uh, from VIP yeah, yeah. car from the Nash. That was great. So thank you so much to Kevin uh, for that. I have all your league of uh, your Irish cards in my in my house. We got to do a, some sort of an exchange. Listen, I have a Robbie Keane auto. I have all the black and golds, and you're not getting them until I see my Italian cards. Okay, there you go. Uh, how will the hobby react to name changes? So I'm gonna just slow down here for a second. Silas uh, Katampa Mvupa looks like he's going to get he's getting time this year but it's not the same name on his rookie card this is Silas Wamagutika he used yeah. to be uh, will people know to make the connection no they won't no definitely 100% no no I think I think Sadio Mane could change his name and a lot of people in the hobby would be like who's this new guy from yeah. Bayern yeah they wouldn't uh, people are not paying attention and certainly not to Silas no you'd, you'd have to be at a very high level to know to know or to like to make people pay attention but here's a question yeah will the card companies know or will we see another rookie logo no I think no no surely that would not. be funny surely imagine oh, no. they did that would be so funny yeah um, but I think he's pretty sensitive about it yeah it was a big deal so everybody at Stuttgart knows and everybody at the Bundesliga knows yeah to say listen you can print as much as you want but please don't miss na- don't don't yeah. mess up his that's I yeah. got them more. um but I think there was some sort of story about that where he changed his name because he was being discriminated against or something to do with something. I don't know. Anyway, but no, he would have to be. It would have to be like in an argument over rookie cards. Yeah. Like if if he suddenly became a big superstar, yeah. people would start arguing over whether. And of course, anyone who had the second year cards with the no, new no, but no, 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 because I think it's something where. In a situation where he becomes a superstar. Well, no, if he becomes a superstar, it's going to get to a point where I think a lot of people will fuck up and buy the second year stuff. But I think eventually, people, they have to accept it. That they, it's the same person. They'll accept it. They'll be like, I feel stupid, but... But what if he doesn't... He doesn't want that to be the rookie. No, he doesn't want to be the rookie. He's, he, 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 changed, he revealed his real name. That's not why. Because he was printed in Bundesliga. He revealed his real no, name. No, but he, he was like, okay, I guess I'm a Bundesliga player now. I have rookie cards. No, it's time to get myself together. It's time to get myself together. Is it disrespectful to the player no. to say, well, this is, I'm just going to use a name that he doesn't want to use. It's his rookie card. No, it's not disrespectful. Don't be soft. That's what you tell him. Yeah. Wow. It wouldn't go down well. Would not go down well. He'd start buying up. His old school. Just his old school. To and take that's why off the market. if you had low number of them, you held on to them. Yeah. The pop's only going down. Uh, ground ball PC. When are you guys coming to Australia? Hopefully never. I'm just thinking of the flight hopefully never I hope there's never a specific like even there are just two plane emojis and for me we're going to need a connecting flight just to get there um, so hopefully there's never a specific reason to go to Australia because without a specific reason I can't imagine myself going if I was going to Australia Jason there would need to be an event happening mm-hmm. or I need to know someone that's over there and they're saying Enzo come over to Australia right I don't think there's any other scenario I you would not go to go if I gave you unlimited plane tickets Australia would be one of the last places you went. 
there's a lot of places below Australia. I would like to assume a lot of conflicting countries and whatnot. Right. So anyway, so that's where my head went. If there, if there's a conflict, it, yeah, I might choose Australia for right. No, I would, you would have to be war torn to be below Australia. War torn, and even then, I'd, I'd check what's happening like, it's in a nice Israel, parts. Palestine, yeah. and figure it out. Yeah, who has control of the capital? We've just lost all of our Australian listeners. I haven't said anything. No, but it doesn't matter. I don't think they're like, well, one guy is a bigot. <laughs> one guy hates us. No, I think it's really, really far away. Um, I'd probably end up going to Australia if I was already going to the likes of Japan. Right, if you find yourself in, in that area. In in the area. If I find myself within eight hours of Australia on a plane. Then you might as well go. I might as well. But right there. now I think it's 24 mm-hmm. or 20. So I'm not doing that. Unless, again, there's a specific reason. And for me, there's tarantulas. There's all scary stuff over there. Kangaroos punch you. And, and there's crocodiles. Right. And uh, when am I going to Australia? I have no plans. Um, you get taken out for a week if you do a three-hour flight. Yeah. No, so, I don't think I want to. Uh, look at that. Now we've lost our Australian listeners. I've always said, cause people, it's very, very popular among Irish people. So popular. To go to Australia. Imagine going 24 hours on a plane and just finding Irish people. But it's, it, yeah, it's like you can, and you can, and because we're so, like, we're so like distinguishable and and tend to clump together around certain bars mm. and pubs and areas of the of various cities. Like it's uh, you would love to go to Australia. I can see it in your face. No, I wouldn't. Sydney. No, no, I don't think I would. I don't. Really, I really don't like spiders. I really don't That's, like spiders. But I think Australians would tell us, "Listen, just check your shoes every morning." Uh, and what? That's the whole point. That scares me. Check your shoes. You check my shoes. Sandals. Wear sandals. Then you're exposed all day. Then you're exposed. <laughs> On the foot, that yeah, hurts. I don't want an insect that can potentially kill me. No, me neither. Small insects just are not supposed to kill you. <laughs> this person's listened to our podcast for like a year, and he's like, "This is their opinion of Australia." Yeah, this is what they think of me. Uh, UK trading cards. When are you going back on sports card nonsense? We were just our national interview just came out. Just came out recently. Uh, when are we going back on? Before here's the World a, Cup. Here's a fun story. I don't know if I can tell this story. You can. Okay. The I other think. day, we got an email mm. from somebody at the Sports Card Nonsense organization. Okay. Because they have Card Shop Live, which is their, like, whatnot competitor, I think. Okay. And one of the marketing interns at Card Shop Live emailed us as part of, like, a, you know... Marketing campaign. Marketing campaign and said, um, we love your podcast. Our founder, Mike, uh, Mike Geo, would love to come on and be a guest and talk about soccer cards and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, they don't know who we are, who we are. They, you know, this is the, they love the podcast. No. Yeah, I know. I'm saying you bet you said it to all the podcasts. So I messaged Mike and I just said, if you want to come on the show, you can just ask, (laughs) you don't have to get your minions to do it. So, um, and they didn't really know much about it either. So that was no. So very humorous. I imagine I'd love, imagine we got to a stage, (sighs) people were doing stuff for Soccer Cards United that we didn't even know about. Oh my God. That's the dream. That's it. We'll never get there. Okay, do you want to this one? Oh, wow. Benjamin Zero. Benjamin. Benjamin, that's very interesting. I'm going to call him Benjamin. Benjamin says, who's the best character in SCU history? Is it Shoebox Tom? Is it Rick Mueller? I love how he became a character and was a real person. <laughs> Mr. M, hashtag SCU100. I think we have to add in Soccer Card Santa to that. Mm. That was a moment. I wouldn't call him the best. Mr. M, to be honest, I'm scared of seeing him at the Munich show, so I'm not even going to acknowledge Mr. Yeah. M. He doesn't get on. I think that story's not finished yet. And I refuse to be murdered by the greatest character in SCU history, so it can't be him. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the show wouldn't exist without Rick Mueller. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Shoebox Tom, though. Ken Golden could be also. Ken Golden, Steve Aoki. Yeah, Ken Golden is a character. We can all agree on no, that. No, that, that definitely. He's a caricature of himself. Yes, he's playing. He's at this point, Ken Golden is playing Ken Golden. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I actually, when I saw this question, coincidentally, uh, got I got excited because a different Ben, maybe the same Ben, no, a different Ben, Overball Collector, uh, messaged us with a Spotify link to a podcast called Collect This, hosted by Alan Goldshear. And on episode three of Collect This, powered by CSG, this podcast, okay. How are, how's everyone sponsored? <laughs> because we turn down every sponsorship off we get. We haven't got a lot. <laughs> uh, Rich Mueller is a guest on the on this podcast. <sighs> so I thought we could play, so we could hear Rich Mueller's voice. Instead of reaching out to Rick Mueller and getting him on the podcast, we could just you play. found him on someone else's podcast and yeah. you're going to play it live and on air. I didn't even find him. Ben did from over, Overbought Collector. So if we had an intern, we'd have Rick Mueller on the podcast. 50, 50, like... 50% you're crushing it, 50% eh. Um, do you get some suggestions from subscribers? So this is the, this is the host. The host, host. It's not Rick Mueller yet. This is Alan. So let's listen to, to Rich. I know I do uh, about ways to cover and things to cover. Not really. Um, I, I think hopefully there's a respect there and they understand you know, the way that, uh, that we do things and that we're kind of a daily newspaper for the industry and, and that I've been doing this a long time and Hopefully I'm qualified to do it so they don't um, <laughs> story ideas, you know, and we get uh, people emailing, uh, you know, asking. Wow. Wow. Can I just say the irony that Rich Mueller was asked, do people message you with stuff to to talk about? And he's like, no, I, I mean, I consider myself like a hobby journalist, so I don't. I do it. I do my own stuff. The irony of that, him saying that, given that we know him because I use all of his stuff. <laughs> To produce our show is just brilliant. He's like, well, no, no, no one with integrity would just take stuff from other people and use that for their content. Mm, you're saying you have no integrity. I, I think Rich Mueller's calling us out. Wasn't what a treat for? Wasn't that a good treat for PCU ninety nine to let everyone hear Rich Mueller's voice? Yeah, to come in and shit on us. Yeah, um, I, 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 I might give it to Shoebox Tom. He's a throwback character. That's old school. That's old, 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 old. Maybe. I had to think about that for like a second. You couldn't remember what like, Shoebox Tom was up to. I could, but then I didn't. So there we go. That's a good question. It's a nice bit of oh, SCU uh, trip down memory lane. Oh, no. This is P. Frankula. He's making a little joke, and he says, do you have 99 podcasts, but a bitch ain't one? There you go. Is that is that a subtle... Is, is there something deeper there, Jason? Is he saying, why is there no female host in this podcast? Why is it a male-dominated area? Is that what he's saying? Don't think so. Don't think so. Don't think so. I think he's just seen the number 99 and said, I know what to do. I know what to do with this. Carolina Card Collector. Oh, I meant to look this up. <laughs> Is there underrated, under the radar rookie in this year's Obsidian to look at? Obviously, I, because last year was flooded and Jason pointed it out to the masses before the masses knew. I was just looking at the checklist separately for Obsidian the other day and I thought, oh, there is. But then I, I, I'm at the losing it. So Jason is live looking at the Obsidian checklist. I might oh. even... Oh, no. Um, no, no. Not that I know of just this moment. Oh, there was somebody. I'll tell you who... I have it. I remember who it was. Okay, okay. Uh, Ferran uh, Hutkla or Jutkla um, used to play for Barcelona, I believe. Maybe made a debut around the same time that Pedri did or... 
someone like that did. Um, and then, because there was briefly two Ferrans in the bar, so it was Ferran Torres and Ferran Hutla. And then he moved to, I want to say, Bruges, and he scored a great goal. Let's see if I can show you this goal, Enzo. Um, it's very specific. Well, listen. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Videos. Here we go. Look at this one. That's him there. Number nine for Bruges at the moment. Oh. No. He can't do that. Yeah, he can do that. So, uh, Ferran, J-U-T-G-L-A, and I believe he has an obsidian. And it's definitely his rookie. And I think it's, or maybe it's a Chronicles. I don't know. Let's see. No, yeah, there he is, an obsidian. Look at that. And he has a rookie for Barcelona in Chronicles as well. Oh, so he's still in a Barcelona kit in, in Obsidian. Yeah, 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 because he just moved this summer and Obsidian's for last you know, just season. Blah. So there you go. I think that's a pretty good on-the-spot answer for that one. I mean, look at this. Jason, that's, that's real good because i just seen it at Chronicles number to 16 yeah. sell for under $50. So there you go. There's my tip. He could be the next... Yeah, Cracked Eyes, $50. Like, that's... Could be the next uh, uh, Noah Lang or Charles de Ketelier at Bruges. And of 10 went for 50. So basically, them days are over. The people that bought them in July, you did it. Basically, I've just, they've, they did well. He scored a goal. I've just inadvertently pumped it. Um, and now here we are. Do you not want to buy it, Jason? Oh, we could. We're putting this out. Then we complete the true pump and dump, Jason. Hmm. I like that look of that goal, but I don't really know about the player, so. But in fairness, a lot of Barcelona prospects that don't make it at Barcelona are still top quality players that do make it. The likes of Fabregas and yeah, the likes. I don't know. There's 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 one big card on eBay, Jason, that I see, mm -hmm. and it's an Obsidian numbered two twenty. No, there's a number to ten Obsidian for one fifty dollars. That's pretty good. It's number to ten, like. What what is the is it like? Just like a black standard obsidian. Hmm. Interesting. Number to ten, one fifty dollars. But yeah, maybe we'll leave this for the people. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the right thing to do. If you buy Ferran Jutla and then you subsequently do well on Ferran Jutla, remember what website you can support. Yep. As a thank you. But no. That's a good 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 question, good answer, Jason. How about that? Great. Uh here's one. Here's the next question is from Aaron Fox. Aaron Fox. Who I know personally. Oh. Irishman. Um favourite League of Ireland players. Now, I have to be honest, I had a very tragic event go on recently related to the League of Ireland. Oh. So Oh dear. Yeah. So I live here in Dublin twelve, very close to Dublin eight and very close to Inchicore where St Pat's play. Mm. Um and I was at an event in the Rascals Brewery, which is also an inch of core. And it was on a Thursday evening and it was the first leg of St. Pat's versus CSKA Sophia. And it was in uh, Sophia. And I was at an event upstairs in the brewery and there was uh, downstairs in the brewery, they were showing the match. And St. Pat's scored in like the 84th minute or something like that uh, to take a 1-0 lead into the... Home game. Home game. So I said, I've been meaning to go down all year to Inchicore. 
to watch a match and I haven't and I was like this is a perfect opportunity I'll yeah. see the second European there. football so while I'm there I'll uh, when I'm at the event I go on my phone I buy two tickets to the return leg return leg which is in Tallis Stadium so okay. it's less convenient but I, I bought them anyway and then I remembered the next morning that I was busy on the Thursday evening I couldn't go to the match the following th- so then I can you picked up your phone you said Enzo do I have something for you no I didn't sorry so I couldn't go isn't that terrible what did you do with the tickets I gave them to my dad that's okay <laughs> that is okay so I and so funny, what that game has it's over yeah and they got knocked out that's sad as well so I'm just trying to leave that part out Um, what I was going to say was so if I'd gone to that game I would have been at the match I would have been reading the programme I would have been like in it you'd have been into the and players. I would have had a good answer for this well I, I'd, I'd give it to Jack Byrne just because he went to the school I used to go to and I was friends with his cousin yeah and he, he's genuinely a quality player played uh, under um, Patrick Vieira for Man City's youth team I think mm-hmm. he won top scorer in the youth Champions League before subsequently moving out to, to different clubs and kind of his career went down ended up in, was that uh, Oldham yeah that was re- he went where did he go first Wigan maybe yeah I think it was at Wigan yeah Wigan they got relegated went to Oldham they got relegated I think something like that Um, ended, then, up, ended up at Shamrock Rovers yeah but then he was at Shamrock Rovers and then Mick McCarthy got the job at Apoel Nicosia in yeah. Cyprus and brought Jack Byrne over to Cyprus and within by the time Jack Byrne got there Mick McCarthy had been sacked yeah. and then Jack Byrne left a couple of weeks later or something like that yeah so basically his career has been very weird but in terms of when you actually watch him play yeah. really good player technical and I don't pay attention enough to, to the League of Ireland. I also uh, want to mention Roberto Lopez, who is from Cape Verde, plays for Cape Verde internationally. And I was watching the AFCON last summer and watching Cape Verde versus somebody. And I saw a big head that I recognised in the centre-back position. I said, mm-hmm. is that Roberto Lopez off Shamrock Rovers? Sure enough, it was. I love that. So that was pretty cool. No, there is there is some nice players in, in the League of Ireland, but I think even me, myself and Jason don't fully appreciate the league. Absolutely not. I mean... It's not very well developed um, by pol- by FAI policy mm. um, for whatever reason. So, but there's been some great players that have come through. Wezzo, back in his Shelburne days. Yeah, uh, Seamus Coleman, who Damien Duff. Everton fans know Damien Duff. The list goes on. <laughs> the list goes on. Yeah, at the moment, no. Um, right, and of course Gavin Bazunu, who is the starting goalkeeper for Southampton, was a Shamrock Rovers prodigy. Mm. So. Card sales comes in, Jason. Yep. How many times is Darwin Nunez going to get sent off this season? I'm going to go with three. He's already has one. Okay. I think he's going to get sent off in Europe, I think. Right. I'll I go... also think Klopp has a very good record at keeping his teams really, really clean. Yeah. Uh, you barely really see yellow cards out of Liverpool. So red yeah. cards are, I'm sure, unacceptable for Jurgen Klopp. But I would still say one more time at least, but I would say three. Hmm. Yeah, apparently I think with Joachim Anderson they had played each other uh, in a pre-season uh, Liverpool and Crystal Palace played in, somewhere in Asia in pre-season and there had been a bit going on between the two of them mm. in that game and so this was like a carryover from that thing yeah from that um, here's another question about Darren Nunez later on special one cards who recently started a podcast no Yes. I love that. I haven't heard it yet, but we wish Special One Cards the best of luck. And if you're not getting everything you need on Soccer Cards United, 
and the Portuguese League supplementary podcast podcast head over and listen to special one card um, stop posting Benfica and Gonzalo Ramos uh, photos before all the footballs find out uh, I'll tell you why I did that because I'll on, tell you why I did that I te- now I'll tell you why I did that because on Tuesday night I watched uh, Dinamo Kiev versus Benfica Benfica won 2-0 Gonzalo Ramos scored one of the goals and uh, Enzo Fernandez was playing as well it just came from River Plate I hope he becomes the best player ever Gonzalo Ramos Enzo Fernandez. Um, that makes sense. More sense. Uh, I wasn't thinking. Gonzalo Ramos has a rookie card in uh, last year's Merlin. Okay. Um, anyway, they said Gonzalo Ramos has now fo- now scored five goals in his last five games for Benfica. Started off the season on a on a stormer, and I was just thinking of all the players that I've seen score five goals in five games for, for Benfica. Benfica. Some of whom. Are like you know some of whom are like Angel Di Maria, and then some of whom are like Pizzi, who you never you know yeah, like it's, it's just, it's just like it's you never know. What's his name? Rafa Silva. Rafa Silva. Oh, he was brilliant the other night. Oh, he was brilliant. He stays brilliant. João Mario was playing as playing Benfica as well. Um. So, okay. Anyway, special one cards. Go check out the, the new podcast. LVW. Thoughts on Tops Fanatics versus GTS situation for growth in Europe, German and Irish warehouse, etc. So, a bit of background. Mm-hmm. GTS, we covered this when it happened. GTS, a uh, big, huge hobby distributor set up in Europe, setting up in Dublin and in Germany. Um, and then Tops slash Fanatics cut them off. Mm. Rumoured. Is that only rumored, or is that? I think it's confirmed, but I think it's rumored. Confirmed. Right. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Cut them off and from say, next year on. You're not going to be distributing Tops products anymore, which obviously is not good because, for, in terms of European growth, GTS we're just, on it. Just invested in Europe. Yeah. And then Tops slash Fanatics cut the legs out from under them, but that could also mean that Tops Fanatics have plans for Europe for Europe themselves. Yeah, and I think obviously they still I think have the official Panini distribution model, so um, you can grow Europe without boat licenses. I would go as far as to say, mm-hmm. um, uh, questionable. We don't know what when it comes to fanatics. We we're all still trying to figure it out. Who is Josh Luber? <laughs> no, but Ed, in terms of German Irish warehouse, we haven't seen anything in the Irish warehouse yet. No, we're because we're, we're sitting knows. outside it every day. Yeah, we're going. Is there ratting in there, Mister GTS? And they're yeah. saying, okay, can you just leave? Yeah, you're not supposed to be here. That's supposed to be. How did you find this address? But apparently, three weeks. Every every now and then, you just get told three weeks. Is that that's what we heard when we were at the national? Yeah. Yeah. How many weeks ago was that? Three weeks, <laughs> or two weeks maybe. But no, yeah. Hopefully, Europe is okay. We'll do what we can. David Adams opening in the Netherlands as well. Oh, in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. Uh, Jake the mail or onto the Twitter questions. That was a lot of Instagram oh, wow. questions. Jake the mailman, long time PCU contributor. Oh, some weeks, absolutely. some weeks I feel like we've only had Jake. Uh, when will we see Ken Golden make a post about your guys one of one with Koku last episode of Postcards United or IP? Can I say you are doing a lot of work with the vlog, mm-hmm. but there is I can take that and use it. You need to because look, I'm looking at the date. Yeah, you need a few weeks to, to get out and done. So we're going to say September. September. That's what I'm saying. So you have let's call it eleven days. We have a video for that. We have a video for that. That needs some work. That needs a bit of a bit of fine tuning, massaging. But we should. That's good to keep us ahead of that because great. that is that's Thanks, great. Thanks, But um, Ken Golden, I think the next time he tweets something, everyone has to get at him. 
get at him and say, Talk I, about heard, it. I heard you have a one-on-one with Coco. Is it true? Is it true? Ken, are the Right now, we've never needed Ken, more. Ken, can you confirm the rumors? Ken, Ken. We need we need Mukoku to keep performing at this this early 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 age of, stage of the season, an early age of his life. Yeah, he needs to show up. I, I still want to delay that thing, but I just think it's easier to let it ride. I agree, but, but I'm scared. I know. Right, see the hollow. How do you see Darwin Nunez making attitude and violence adjustments? <laughs> violence adjustments. That's a good phrase. Uh, moving forward is he cut out for the EPL he can do it if he doesn't do it he will be gone yeah I mean the thing about it is like he's coming from playing in Uruguay then playing in the Spanish second division then playing in the Portuguese top league and the Champions League Um, if the fight I was thinking about this like I think in the Premier League it's a bit less like the Premier League Compared to those other days, if you're constantly grabbing at people, right, and let's say you're having a bit of you know, a bit of pushing and a bit, bit of, of argy bargy, bit of argy bargy, and you're in the Spanish second division playing for Almeria or you're in, you know, playing for Benfica in the Portuguese league, your teammates will come rushing in, and there'll be like a sixteen man brawl, and two of you'll get yellow cards, and that'll be that, right? Yeah, that's classic. Yeah, that's cl- we've all seen that happen time and time again. In the Premier League, nobody's babysitting you. Right, you have to look out. You have to look after yourself. If he's annoying you, that's your own business. Mm. You can't. You have to just be a bit more resilient. Can't let people get in your head. And that mental game. But he is young. This is the Premier League. This is the Premier, League, the best league in the world. Um, Absolutely. So it's going to take time. He just needs time. Yeah, he should be alright. I think um, it's very hard for him not to learn from that. Yeah. The lights it's were on. It's a baptism him. of fire. Exactly that. Yeah. And Klopp has stupidly clean football teams. Under the lights at Anfield on a Monday night, the pressure's on. And like he's thinking to himself, I'm after missing out on two games or three games because of Anderson. Yeah. Because of some bloke for Crystal Palace at the yeah. back. Yeah. I'm better. At, like that's yes. He's missing the Man United game. Yeah, I think some like people... that would have to kill him just as a player. Like you're going to Old Trafford to play a game at United that you're probably going to maul. <laughs> you're them. definitely going to maul them. This is a chance and you're to... missing it because of some bloke. Yeah. That not healer. Like some players tell come and they struggle with, you know, various aspects of the game. This is just what he, he seems to have everything else. Yeah. So we'll see whether he learns or not. Well, he might need it. You might need to just adjust it. Like Wayne Rooney was walking around like a lunatic most of the time, got a few red cards, but maybe he needs to fight, like play with an edge to be good. Yep. So we might see a few, but you yeah. know, Klopp will, Klopp will sort him out. Klopp will sort him out. Right. Sancho's hot cards. Are you guys still considering a hobby meet up in Dublin this year? Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, if you could pick one European card show to attend this year, what one would it be? Munich. We need Munich. as many shooters at Munich as we can in case Mr. M comes out as we need as many people that'll say, no, those are good guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone get to Munich and form a protective circle around us. We need safety. We need safety in numbers in Munich. Uh, no, I would go to Munich because it's uh, it's going to be... It seems like the biggest one. Yeah, it's going to be really big. It was a non-UK show going to be it's even bigger than the UK shows that's a lot to say Um, a lot of industry support for it a lot of stuff going on corporate sponsors all that stuff so if we officially can, have a table yep we're going to be there so if you can get yourself to Munich uh, in November get yourself to Munich in November okay five days shy of me and Jason's birthdays so bring a present if you're coming <laughs> and we're still considering a Dublin hobby meetup this year we're just trying to plan it because we're, we, there's a lot going on we're not in Dublin a lot this year we're not in Dublin a lot this year 
We will want to have it on a weekend, so trying to find a weekend that, you know. Anyway. See the holo cards coming back in later in the show. Oh. If you had to put your life savings on one team to win the World Cup, who are you taking? Aye, aye, aye. It's a very difficult question. Who do you really genuinely in your heart think is going to win the World Cup? Let me look at the groups. Straight away, I need to look at the groups. I need to know who at least is not... Who at least is giving me enough hope. I'm saying Argentina. And I'm leaving it at that. You're going to be broke for the rest of your life. I'm going to take... Toss up between. This is so hard. <laughs> I might go Germany. Okay. But I also don't think they're together. It was a toss up between Germany, France, and then to be honest, Portugal's in the mix, but I think they're going to implode at some point. So France, no, Mbappe's too angry at the minute and there's too much going on. They still have the same manager. I think I think Germany. I'll give it to the Germans, but I'm also not confident that my life savings are in the bin. So Germany for you, Argentina for me. Yeah. A repeat of the 2014 final. There you go. FC Cardboard. Uh, love the FC Cincinnati shout out at the end of this week's show. Massive club since it's made it onto the Soccer Cards podcast. <laughs> uh, I'd say Brandon Vasquez hasn't gotten sh- hasn't gotten a shot because he's not playing in Europe. That's why he hasn't got a shot with the US MNT. Also, a top scrum band of Vasquez of 25 sold for like $235 last week on eBay. Well, that's two episodes that are always been mentioned on, so they won't be selling for anything less than that anytime <laughs> soon. I think that sometimes the, the, there's such a mess up with the US men's national team. Sometimes they'll just field a team full of players that are all from the MLS, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But it's yeah. like, just adds to the just, what is the US men's national team? Like, yeah, what confusing. is our starting 11? Who's in our squad? Who are the best players? Like, they don't know. Um, so I think it, they're in such a pro- progressive kind of period. They're in it. They're an experimental period. They're still, they're not there. People want them to be there this World Cup. Mm-hmm. They're going to be very shy of it this World Cup, I would say. Yep. They could have some great moments, which I hope to do, but they're in a tough group. I think this World Cup is going to be more of a disappointment. But again, they could. What's that? What's that great? Have big uh, games. That great punditry phrase. And so, does this World Cup just come that little bit too soon? Just a little bit yeah. too soon. <laughs> I think though, it's going to be a really good experience for them going into subsequently hosting the next World Cup. Mm-hmm. I hope it is not a shit show. I hope it's not like an embarrassment. I hope it's not something that really loses the enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, which could happen. Who knows? But um, it is, yes. Yeah, just a little bit too soon. If you cannot tell me to start an 11 or four people that are definitely, you know, yeah, five, yeah, yeah, six yeah. players yeah. that are going to be in the starting 11, you know, you're looking at Pulisic wanting to go to either Serie A or Man United, and he's meant to be Captain America. You know, he's not even sure of where he's getting his game time this 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 year. And um, there's too much kind of happening. And again, they could. I I can't expect eleven players to be put out on the pitch first game of a World Cup and and to perform. Yeah, because I think that eleven. When is when is the last time that eleven players played as an eleven players? Mm-hmm. And I don't think it'll, it'll, it'll look good. Yeah, I think they'll have a couple of warm up friendlies, and those warm up friendlies need to be consistent. Consistently, or... you need to play the players you're going to play at the World Cup in those yeah. warm up friendlies. But the problem is the World Cup. If the warm up friendlies are a bit dodgy, then they'll start. The manager will second guess, start changing. And I just think there's going to be so much tornadoy, hurricaney, just not, not, not known. I think the players before match day one are not the per- people that are going to be like you're starting have like three hours before a game or maybe the day before the game, they're going to have no clue that they're going right. to be on that starting team sheet. And I think that even psychologically could destroy a player. Yeah. But I'm excited to look, look at it. 
And best of luck to FC Cincinnati at the uh, for the rest of the MLS season. Tom Mock, why does no one in the hobby talk about Jamal Musiala? We do. I, I feel like we do as well. We do always, actually. I think we always. Do you know him. what? Let's not. Maybe Tom's not listening to the podcast every week. Okay. Because I don't think you could listen to this podcast every week and say nobody's talking about Jamal Musiala. Comes up all the time. Does he? Yeah. No, he does. We literally talked about his positional change and everything yeah. last week. That's true. So we're on to the Facebook questions. Ooh wee. We've never even had Facebook questions in a little graphic before. This is the first. I'm the first on the last. Yeah. We're, right. I'm, I'm ending it how I wanted to do it all along. Players. Oh, this is from Martin Holmes. Do you want to read this one? Players that have surprised you guys early in the season with their form. Do you potentially see any price explosions coming up to the World Cup? Love the show, lads. Keep it up. That was almost a review. Almost. <laughs> I'm so a little bit at the end. Was that little bit was just a teaser of what a review might be like if, if we keep it up. Um, players that have surprised with the early season form. I think obviously your man for Benfica. Gon- uh, uh, Gonzalo Ramos. Yeah, but at the same time, I agree with you. I'm just like, that doesn't even register. Because I'm of like, how many players you've That seen. always happens for Benfica. They're a dominant team. It's fine. Yeah. Um, apart from that I tell you I have a couple hmm. uh, Rodrigo for Leeds who when he's playing for Marcelo Bielsa it looked like it was a complete wasted yeah, sign failure. and you're like how was he starting games for Spain in the centre forward position actually I have two Spanish centre forwards to, to use for this um, and uh, he scored three goals in, in, in his first two games I think uh, for Jesse Marsh so he's completely surprised me um, just as a casual not as a hobby thing but just as a casual yeah, yeah. thing um, Jamal Musiala uh, I'll yeah, add in huge performances and also uh, Alvaro Morata is the other Spanish centre forward he had a really good preseason for Atletico and then he scored uh, twice in the game the first game against Getafe Getafe whatever um, but if he can keep up goal scoring form that'd be very surprising to me as an Atletico fan yeah no, Morata is not <clears throat> even if he got 15 goals a season I'd be happy because he no, misses so many chances. No, it's true. I think obviously Gabriel Jesus fitting in perfectly at, at Man uh, Arsenal. A pleasant surprise. Pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um, Erling Haaland, Mukoku, those two like they, they're they're starting well. Not amazing, amazing, yeah. but they they started well this season. And um, that'll be more of a hobby. Head. Yeah, Mukoku. It's surprising to see him play more than it's surprising to see him do well. Yeah. We were pretty sure he'd do well if he played. Yeah. He's getting a lot more game time than expected. Yeah. And that obviously comes down to Haller um, being sick. Yeah. Um, which was obviously shocking and surprising. So he, he seems to be getting a lot of game time. Um, and then Mbappe has surprised me. With his antics. I didn't expect this from Pierre. Neymar. Why, but Neymar, yeah. Neymar. It's, it, I heard basically that Neymar over the summer heard that Mbappe wanted to get rid of him. Yeah. And he's like put a chip on his shoulder now and he, that's why he came out in an interview saying every shot I take I wanted to go in every free kick I take I wanted to like he's like in a good way I think he has like a fried chip up. on his shoulder he's fried up he's angry so I think he's actually going to have a good year but the only problem is it's hard for any one player to have a good season when there's a dis- the front three are not harmonious yeah how can you have a good season if you're open and you're not getting the ball past you I mean I think like from Messi and Neymar's point of view first of all they're going well we're, me- we're Messi Neymar. Neymar's going well. I'm Neymar, but he's he's even yeah, like he's I'm messy. Neymar, but he's messy, like you know. So, Relax. but like Neymar is the Brazil captain for the World Cup. Messi's the Argentina captain, and Mbappe is treating them like he's playing with fucking Julian Draxler, and yeah. you know that is Gana mad. Gay. Like, like that's one of the biggest risks to Mbappe. 
is that exactly. he's, he's turning into a bit given, of a psycho. He's been given so much and he just thinks he's the guy. Yeah. Because, like, you, you you couldn't have a front line that you should respect more. No. And, like, and you, but you've seen Messi and Neymar worked really well with Suarez. Yeah. That was, like, one of the most beautiful front threes we've ever seen in football. Yeah. So Messi and Neymar, we know, are fully able to be non-selfish, non-selfish and work yes. together. Yes. So Mbappe is the problem. Yeah. In that mix. But will he get pulled in and cop on or like I mean it's it, from Vapi's point of view like last season Messi was terrible at PSG he didn't do anything like, he was still by well, all accounts got a fantastic player goals and assists yeah being at loads of goals goals and assists he got loads of goals and assists if you take those yeah but like someone like for example he got like four assists in one game I think like, yeah that's that stop pad whatever yeah. like he struggled by all accounts like I don't think Mbappe was standing there going this fella is Messi but do you, like do you need no you don't but you do you need that Mbappe's experience versus Messi is destroying them in the World Cup at 19 or 18 or 20 right destroying them destroying them for PSG Barcelona yeah and now he's here and he's scored like three league goals and you're just looking at him going I'm not giving up my stats for you I'm not giving up my space on the pitch for you like you know even though like Messi that makes me think even worse of Mbappe no I know but that's what I'm saying like it could be an attitude problem in a good way if you know what I mean like you hear stories of Kobe Bryant when he was young and he was he was a nut job and he's pushing everybody telling yeah. Shaq like I'm not passing you the ball yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. get my rebounds I'm not and he's 18 and it's like Jesus yeah so that edge can maybe help a player but I do I don't think Mbappe has that natural edge because I don't think we've seen it when he was at Monaco I don't think we've seen it in the World Cup that he won I think it's just it's the state of France and the state of Qatar have given me everything yeah and are telling me I am everything and I can do whatever I want and so now I'm a nut job yeah that's what it seems like. It but does seem like that. We'll see. I think naturally, no matter what, like you're on a team with eleven players, they're gonna have to play together. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not. They're gonna, gonna have not. to figure it out. So that's what I'm saying. And that could work out well. And I think I'm actually happy that Sergio Ramos is in that team. Yeah, but apparently he's been called in already to break up Neymar and Mbappe in the dressing room. No, but I can imagine that. Yeah, that's a proper leader. Like Sergio. Like who else is gonna do it? Yeah, Sergio Ramos. Mm. I don't think Messi's going to say here listen I don't think Neymar's going to like Neymar will fight him I think that's going to be a real petulant fight the two of them together but I think Sergio Ramos is the one that can pull them apart and say listen yeah it's crazy but the whole team is a big mess it's a complete mess it's an absolute shambles it's interesting though it is literally like a case study of putting superstars all together yeah I love um, it I love it I love it but it's like can I say this We've had. I'll just go back to that question. We've had superstar. They look at Real Madrid, mm. the Galactico uh, era. era, right? That's like that's putting a lot of superstars together. No, oh, yeah. The difference is that Real Madrid is Real Madrid, mm. and you're always subservient. And I said as an Atletico fan, like yeah, I'm not, no, not loving no, saying it's this, respect. Like, but Real Madrid is Real Madrid. It's like you you're always going to be below the club in terms of stature. PSG have basically told Mbappe, you're bigger than the club. We are just, we're your project. If mm. you want to change the name to Mbappe FC, that's fine. Like, we whatever you want it. to do. So, it's it's different. It's not like Ronaldo going to uh, Real Madrid. and It's like, oh my God, this fella just won the Ballon d'Or. He's coming to Real Madrid. And he's going to play with all these other superstars. It's like, Messi and Neymar are walking around being like, why is there a giant poster of Mbappe on every wall? You know, like, yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> you feel like you're in like a like a propaganda state or something. Oh yeah, and that's weird. I think the the World Cup is going to kind of shape Mbappe's career. I think this World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Because like no matter what, as things stand today, he is still remembered as the guy who ripped up the 2018 World Cup. Yes, and won it. 
yeah. at a young age, scored in the final outside the box, like, and caused so many problems to so many elderly defenses. Let's yeah. be honest. Um, I think the Euros was a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. He was really upset after the Euros. People didn't uh, defend him after missing the penalty. No, I think he was racially abused. No one did anything about it. He was he was understandably angry. Yeah, but I think the World Cup, like if France have a shocker of a World Cup, he has to taper down. You've never won the Champions League. Yeah, you've had two shocking tournaments back to back. You had a you were great at eighteen. You were great at nineteen. Yeah, but now so is Deli Ali, and he's at Bajiktas. So relax. Yeah, sit down. And that's not to say he's not going to keep scoring 30, 40 goals a year. He probably will. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, from an ego point of view, if if he comes up against the Germans and they slap him, yeah. And then you have to kind of just, oh, wait, I'm not Billy Big Balls. But aren't, so Brazil and Argentina are set up to meet in the final? Uh, Portugal, Argentina. Is it not Brazil, Argentina? Portugal, uh, Messi, Ronaldo final is, is on the cards. Right. But maybe, yeah, Brazil's in the same side of the draw yeah, as yeah, Portugal, yeah. right? So, which means that at some point, uh, Mbappe may meet Neymar or Messi oh, that'd be now that's box office now that's box office that is actually like that's such a subplot yeah. the World Cup and do you know what the thing is he could meet Argentina in his half yeah and then Brazil later on in the final that would be incredible that would be box office stuff ladies and gentlemen imagine imagine them coming up against Argentina for starters bad blood from 2018 World Cup yeah. right Messi's definitely like Captain Messi's definitely going to all of the killers in Argentina and yeah. saying when Mbappe has the ball, when he's running by you, take him out. Yeah. I don't want to see him running by you. Yeah. Don't chase the ball, chase his legs. But but Leo, do you not need him later like in the spring for the Champions League? Don't Never care. Me and Neymar come in the Champions League on our own. By ourselves. Yeah. No, that's box office. It's gonna be brilliant. So no. do you have any potential pl- any potential price explosions coming up to the World Cup? Yeah. Neymar, Messi or Mbappe. So there is one box that came out recently that is not a bad <laughs> <laughs> not a bad purchase. Yeah, true. True. Oh, wow. I love that. Erwin Boulan. Who came up to us at the National the first day. Oh, yes. That's this Erwin. That's number the first person that came up to us at the National. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the upcoming World Cup sticker release? Will this be something worth investing in? So, let's break it down. This year, in the North American release of the World Cup stickers, there is going to be parallels. Parallel World Cup stickers for the mm-hmm. first time ever. Yeah. Panini almost got it right. Bless them. They're given parallels to the people that are very familiar with parallels and have premium parallels and don't really care. And don't want to buy stickers. And don't want to buy stickers. So they messed up there. Whereas if they had to put that in the European section, so many people that love stickers are going to come up and find like a one-on-one Paul Pogba French sticker and be mm-hmm. like, what What am I looking what at? What is this? And an entire world is behind that question. Yeah. But they, they were stupid, right? So don't mind them. So I do think though the North American World Cup sticker collection is worth investing in versus the, the rest of it, I wouldn't say so. Um, I, I use investing loosely if you want to buy them open them like if you're determined to fill up a sticker album which could be so fun for the World Cup yeah right or if you think if there's rookies in there obviously you can keep them non-attached right but it would be buy the North American version because of the parallels you can get parallels yeah simple as that I think it's it. the parallel chase adds an element of if there wasn't those parallels in the North American version and a North American was asking me should I buy the stickers I would say yeah buy them for fun but you can like buy them for fun still, but you might get uh, a little parallel. It is it is fun. I do agree though. If they had been released in Europe or worldwide, somewhere like Brazil, yeah, you're bringing people in that mm-hmm. are like you're literally bringing them in through their own channel. Yeah, it's so like they. I don't know how. Like that is just something that the idea was there. They start putting it together, and if they just asked one person, just yeah, take that, move it over here. Yeah, see them boxes, your money. 
them yeah. over here and you're, you've literally just done I mean, it. there's because there's going to be World Cup Prism Blasters in Walmart and Target. They can get parallels in there. Yeah. Get these into Europe yeah. where people are going, why does this say one of five? Why is this color yeah. blue and these are all not These are different. Blue? Like I'm just picturing a kid trying to figure it out, looking yeah. at it and going, that's different. I know that's different. I just yeah. opened a lot of stuff. That's different. Yeah. And the beauty of a kid not having any idea and then sticking it in their album and hilarious. Yes. Yeah, very sad. But like, you're in North America. I'd pick them up. I think they'll be fun. To, f- fun rip. Try fill up the album, but also keep an eye out for the parallels. I think that'd just be really cool. I agree. Um, right. Uh, 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 uh. Last question. Paid. Last question. The last PCU question ever. Comicate. It was great meeting you guys at the national. Great meeting you too, Kyle. I love that the last the first the last two people I get to ask their questions are people whom we met personally at the national. And Malik started the show. Ah, that's beautiful. For the NBA and the NFL, it seems that the best time to sell is during the playoffs. Would this be true for MLS players that don't make their national team for the World Cup? I ask because Julian Carranza, Philadelphia Union, Argentina, Future Stars, Red Refactor. Uh, oh, he has that one and he looked offloaded. Um, I don't think it's worth selling any cards during the World Cup for anyone that isn't at the World Cup. No, but I think he, he's talking about um, would it be true for MLS players that won't make their national team for the I think he's talking about the MLS playoffs. That's what I'm saying. But I, I would say... I think if you have an MLS player to five, you need to assess whether or not you think he'll get a move to Europe. Yeah. If the answer is yes, hold the card. If the answer is no, offload it whenever you think you can. Yeah, I, I, I don't think... Uh, let me just look at Julian Carranza here. I know Philadelphia Union has loads of great youth players. Yeah, look, he's 22. It looks like striker. He's a striker. They only bought him this year. Okay, from Inter Miami. Is he American? Is he... He's Argentina. Oh, sorry, Argentina. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so unless he makes a move to Europe, he'll probably never play for Argentina. Right. He So he... Prior to joining, he came from Inter Miami. Before that, he was at Atletico Banfield. Banfield, okay. He scored three goals in 41 matches in his two seasons with Miami, and then he went to Philadelphia. And I don't know what his, un- what his union record is like. Oh, four goals. Four in nine games. In nine games. That's pretty good. Um, I would say if, if, depending on how much you are in it for, mm. hold it if you think he's any good. You might have just bought a box and got it. Yeah. But um, I just don't... I, I just see all of the capital in the soccer market being tied up in the World Cup mm. hype during the World Cup. And if the MLS playoffs clashes with that. Like, for, I think it's a bit stupid that they would have the MLS playoffs but I don't know the if World they Cup's do. going on. Do they? I think, that, I think that's what... I think that's what he's saying. He's saying they won't make the national team for the World Cup. Maybe yeah, because they the won't be at the playoffs if they do. Hmm. Or maybe maybe not. I don't know. Let's have a look, see what the MLS playoffs are. And I love that we're ending PCU, the last ever PCU, no, but it, on, a, on a typical uh, PCU note. No, which but is the, just... the last game week of the MLS is the 9th of October. So I, I feel like he's saying the playoffs are prior to the World Cup. And then he's saying he's not going to be at the World Cup. So should I sell him during the play, playoffs, MLS playoffs? Of which Philadelphia Union are top of Group East, so they're going to be in there. So yeah, selling, selling. See, well then, yes, yes. 
Well, then, with, the, with this new found information, the answer is yes. Well, then, yes. Yeah, I, did, I didn't Yeah, Philadelphia that. Union, they get into the playoffs. Then it's a case of trying to time that sale. Yeah. Like, is he going to score in the first round? They get to the next round, at which point then you sell. Are they going to get knocked out in the first round, at which point you wait into playoffs and now well, the, you the, the the MLS Cup final mm. last year, the conclusion of the MLS playoffs was uh, December 14th. No, but that won't happen this year. I don't think. I might do. But there might be a gap. There might be a gap. That'd be foolish. That's my opinion. Well, I think I think Kyle understands when the playoffs are. So the answer is, if it fully clashes so, with the World yeah, Cup, so no. The answer, yeah. If it's prior to the World Cup, it. yes. Yeah. Clean. Good. Clean. I got that clean. That was clean. If that's clean. If that's clean, what have we done for 99? Yeah. Episodes, Jason. So this concludes a Postcards United. Um, as a concept, as a as a as, as a, a concept, life, as a show, very religious of you. Um, as an abstract theory, as an abstract theory, as a kind of a, a yeah a phenomenon. For two years, we've educated the people, and for two years, they've also educated us. Maybe for a year and a half, they've educated us. Mm. We held it together for the first six months. Yeah, then we start learning a lot. Yeah, um, PCU. Here's one for you, Enzo. PCU started because you thought it was a funny name. And that's how an entire other podcast started as well. Yeah, that's basically my, we need to my stop creative you. process. Three, but we've, this is the third podcast we've done based on a name that you liked. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have no real other motivations. <laughs> it's just, if things hit my ears you in the right it. way, I like them. Jeez. And if not, I, go, I don't want to do that. Not for me. Um, I've enjoyed PCU so much over the years. Um, more than I think I've enjoyed the main show. Wow. Yeah. So I just want to thank everybody who's ever asked a question. Questions were good. Um, and we're not going to stop asking. Yeah, they're not finished. No. The but, I, you know, I'm just giving a little... concept, the, the style is changing a little bit, but there's still going to be Q&A. There's still going to be Q&A. still going to be lots of listener contributions. We're still yeah. going to feature DMs and all that stuff. Of course. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been very, very fun. It's been amazing. And uh, I think, like, it's hard to do two podcasts a week. Mm. And what keeps us going has been the contributions of the listeners. And I, I love that thing where we mention something on a Monday and then we get kind of feedback on it. And it's like, yeah. and so many in-jokes have come true and all that stuff. So, yeah, that's it. I'm going to say. Yeah. So funny because I didn't even say this to you. This is going out Friday? Yeah. Okay. But This is episode 99. Anyone. Yeah. This is important. Anyone that picks up a box from SoccerCardsUnited.com before right. episode 100, yeah, there will be a surprise for them on episode 100. And two people ordered today that didn't know about that prior, but definitely listened to the show, so they, they qualify. Okay. That's right. So if you cool. order before you hear this, episode 100. Before episode 100. That's yeah. the cutoff. Right. So they have the weekend. You need to get this up as fast, to, as, yeah, as, fast yeah. as you can. I have to try and cut it up. And then at the opening of episode 100, yeah, we're going to do something nice for anyone that has. Wow. There you go. Brilliant. It's Even I'm excited about that because I, no, I, I might order something off the site Because I was thinking it's 99, you might order. No, you're not allowed. Because it's episode 100 next week. Yeah. They've contributed for 99 episodes. Right. There you go. Wow. There so, we have it. There we have it. That's it. Uh, have a great weekend, everyone. And we'll see you on... Uh, Monday for a brave new world wow of soccer episode United. 103 figures three figures that's the lads here we go mm-hmm.